Chapter 15 of the Venerable Don Bosco, the Apostle of Youth. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. The Venerable Don Bosco, the Apostle of Youth by M. S. Pine. Vocations Multiply. Organization of the Salesian Society. Mary Mazzarello. From the year 1846, when four of Don Bosco's pupils had become divinity students, to 1865, what progress! A visitor speaking of one of the boarding schools of 400 pupils, with its complete course of classical studies, adds, About a fourth of these scholars enter the Salesian congregation, or are ordained. The first priest from the schools was ordained in 1857 a waif who had fled almost a wreck from cruel and inhuman parents to the shelter of don bosco's fatherly heart his talents were found so extraordinary and combined with such natural energy love of study and aspiration after holiness of life that don bosco gave every facility to his laudable ambitions became his director instructor and father and his labor of love was well rewarded for eventually his protege became one of the most distinguished and saintly of the turin clergy as years elapsed and vocations multiplied don bosco enlightened by the holy spirit saw a society of priests shaping itself almost unconsciously under his very eyes into a sacerdotal phalanx destined to make war upon sin and worldliness to conquer christ's enemies wrest from them their young captives and bring thousands of them to fight under his divine standard for the youthful Levites would not leave their dear father and apostle who had saved them, who had led their footsteps into this new world of spiritual beauty, of glory, of undreamed-of possibilities of good. By his side they would labor, would spend the God-given talents he had discovered and brought to light, would give their lives with daily increasing ardor to the great apostolate in which he had already achieved such prodigies of moral change and the pencil of the holy ghost was summoned to write the laws of this new gathering of priests the spirit of st francis of sales always the guiding spirit of don bosco was evoked the spirit of love of sweetness of strength which characterized that most humble and most beloved of saints and missionaries to drench this new offspring of his and make each of them another sale to preach and illustrate by example that christ's gospel is one of love through all these years, Don Bosco's ideal of organized spiritual activity grew continually. His thought and experience were always on the alert for improvement in details, and humble to the heart's core. He was ever ready to seek the counsels of his early conferees, especially of Don Michel Rua, his firstly priestly conquest of Aldaco, or the Order of St. Francis of Sales, of whom he said, Observe and study Don Rua, for he is a saint so that at last a compact body of Salesian rules, of wonderful wisdom, discretion, and sweetness, emanated from the hands of the saintly founder, rules tried seven times in the fiery crucible of loving and heroic obedience by his ardent followers, rules which planted the roots of sanctity deep in the vital recesses of the soul, later to flourish and spread its branches over the whole world, laden with fruit for the healing of the nations. Hardly any story of the formation of a religious order could be more interesting, touching, thrilling in its details. 
and to indulge in the cumulative evidence of detail of anecdote of conversations is the momentary temptation of any author who would write of don bosco but space limits me and my readers may well await in this as in all other circumstances of this mysterious life the filial revelations of father lemoyne in his wonderful fifteen-volume biography of the apostle of turin don bosco was truly living two lives more in the invisible world of spirit than in the world of superhuman activities in which however he seemed always plunged seemed i say for it was a divine power that guided them all and though he was not exempt from the most cruel trials yet was he i may truly say carefree in his utter infantine dependence on god and therefore as in ever-increasing numbers these young strong-souled priests and trained professors of his own making relinquished every earthly ambition and sought to toil from the first hour of the day in this new vineyard of the lord so with ever-widening zeal did don bosco respond to the calls from all italy for colleges and complete oratories the three houses of turin overflowed to meet the demands and from eighteen sixty three on the institute became permanently established in mirabello monferrato alasio mogliano randasso in sicily Varese, valsalise and at trent in the tyrol but our lady help of christians was preparing afar off in the valley of mornice a great surprise for don bosco the realization of a dream of long years of a noble aspiration which his mother's great heart had shared and fostered with profound interest this was to establish institutions similar to those of the oratory for poor little girls who margaret had seen with sorrow roaming the streets without a shelter mary mazzarello an alpine girl had grown up in the valley of a model of angelic innocence a virtuous labor and charitable zeal and her beautiful influence was paramount over many of the young girls of the village she was sixteen years of age when don pestorino the pious cure determined to form of these elect souls a congregation dedicated to mary immaculate the rules were easy prayer and good works were enjoined but the members were left unconstrained as to their ordinary duties of life mary in her fervor wishing to do more assembled the little girls of the village in her own home and instructed them in religious doctrine but not long after her generous heart prompted her to hire a workroom where she taught them all kinds of sewing in which she was an expert marvelous reports of don bosco and his society of st francis of sales having come to the ears of don pestorino he conceived an ardent desire to become a member and to affiliate if possible his little mornice congregation to the great salesian society then twenty-five years in existence later he visited don bosco who welcomed him into the society with joy and he became one of the most active and zealous fathers the holy apostle received with equal happiness mary mazzarello and her companions modifying the rules of the congregation changing its name to mary help of christians and placing it on par with the salesian institute what the latter was for boys the salesian sisters became for girls mary was chosen superior and on august fifth eighteen seventy two the feast of our lady of the snows she and her sisters with ineffable joy received the religious habit from the bishop of aki and pronounced their sacred vows of poverty chastity and obedience their life was a duplicate of the early struggling years of aldaco 
but there was not a murmur and the work grew and was manifestly best by god as were all the works entrusted to don bosco by his divine providence end of chapter fifteen